Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. It is Monday morning, and all of a cool, actually quite chilly, 42 degrees out. It is quite dim, although it is well past sunrise here in Not Quite Apple Country. However, we are in the thick of the fall, the height, as it were, as just around the corner is All Hallows Eve, (laughs) otherwise known as Halloween. And of course, as uh, with many of our uh, modern day, present day holidays in these United States, uh, we have taken a page, we have borrowed these from other religions, uh, namely uh, Pagan or Wiccan, and I do believe it's called Samhain, and uh, in some uh, cultures that have been uh, settled by Catholic-influenced societies, namely Hispanic and Latino, uh, there is something called the Day of the Dead, and this is observed, I do believe, in this time of year, which is one of the things that became the inspiration for Halloween, I do believe. So uh, that's the, the long story, not so short. So how are you? And what have you been up to? I hope you had a chance to sit back and relax, enjoy some time with loved ones over the weekend. And uh, if you don't have weekends off, hopefully you had a chance to catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. Step off, feel Many don't even know it. Okay, so on the other night, Hubby and I began getting into the spirit of the season, as it were. We caught a couple of Halloween programs, namely things that we saw as children that just put us in the mindset of of simpler days, possibly times with fewer responsibilities, and of course, guilty pleasures, uh, and that means, of course, candy. Now, we didn't have any while watching the programs, but we have a tradition that Halloween is considered an automatic cheat day, so we get to uh, load up on the goodies that we miss enjoying regularly. Certainly, some of our most cherished childhood memories get to be emptied out into a bowl that night. And, uh, well, we don't typically get a lot of children coming to our door on Halloween, although in years past, Hubby has uh, lived further in the country in uh, a smaller community where the neighbors seem to uh, keep closer tabs on each other, uh, kind of a you know, a a look back at at simpler days. Well, in many ways, simpler. 
Uh, of course, things weren't so nice back then for people who weren't white. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like Leave It to Beaver, where, you know, when the kids got in trouble at school, the neighbor knew and was sure to tell you. Um, <laughs> but we caught uh, a, a cartoon, one of my favorites, Garfield from the 80s. And it was the uh, the Garfield Halloween special. There's a there's a specific name, but I'm forgetting it right now. But uh, you know, Garfield is laying asleep in front of the television, and uh, it wake it turns on, you know, right at the beginning of the broadcast day, the way television used to be before the popularity of cable in the 70s and 80s. And uh, you just had an antenna station that normally ended its broadcast day at midnight-ish. And, you know, they, they would normally, in those days, uh, start the broadcast day at, oh, 6 or 8 o'clock. You know, right when the, the little kitties would be getting ready for school. Um, or, you know, those who are too young to be in school yet uh, could be sat in front of it, of course, if mom were a stay-at-home parent. Um, <laughs> but anyways, Garfield Halloween special, he wakes up to a kid's show, Binky the Clown, and uh, he's just, you know, boisterous over the top and reminding kids that they get all the candy they can eat, uh, you know, tonight, I think is what he said, and they was reminding him that it was Halloween, and of course, uh, as this was a Halloween special for Garfield, and since Garfield is a cat... This is the first he's heard of this, so, of course, this just is the highlight of Garfield's day, and he just goes right into uh, Halloween mode and trying to figure out what he and his uh, his housemate, Odie, the, the, uh, the dachshund, are going to be dressed up as their costumes. So, uh, that's always fun to watch. It puts us right into our mindset of childhood. And then we caught something else that I actually hadn't seen before, but hubby seems to recall. Um, the original Adams family, which was black and white, ran during the 60s. Now, there was an attempt to bring it back after a fashion, and this was in the early 80s. And of course, it was colored then. Now, it does star um, Carolyn Jones as Morticia, and uh, uh, it is um, John Aston as uh, Gomez in their original roles, and uh, they've decided that they're going to have new people playing the children, Wednesday and Pugsley. However, the original actors, um, Lori, I'm forgetting her, her full name, that played Wednesday, and Pugsley appear as grown-up kids, possibly in college, and they called them uh, Wednesday Senior and Pugsley Senior. This was an attempt to uh, continue the Adams Family. It was supposed to be kind of a TV movie pilot, but uh, the uh, series did not get picked up, so the... Uh, TV movie was aired just as that, as a one-time observation of Halloween. It was quite the fun little film. It actually 
uh, included Morticia's mother, which I think they called Mother Frump, and she was trying to figure out how to get her her broomstick to fly for Halloween. So uh, she's sort of a um, an Aunt Esmeralda, if you are fans of Bewitched. Uh, that's Samantha's wi- uh, witch aunt who wasn't very good at magic. So uh, quite the fun film, uh, Adam's Family, Halloween. Sorry, I, I'm forgetting the title specifically, but if you search Adam's Family, A-D-D-A-M-S, Family Halloween, you're probably sure to find it. So we also, over the weekend, dropped by and had a meal with Mama Billy. Because of our senior cat's health, we haven't had a whole lot of time to spare recently. And uh, Mama Billy is uh, at that time of year with her apartment where she's deciding if she wants to renew her lease. Well, Mama Billy is in her later years. Uh, She is most certainly a senior citizen and lives in an assisted living place. Now, she's not supposed to have a roommate. It's a one-bedroom apartment, kind of a bachelor pad, if you will. And uh, unfortunately, Ginger, Billy's sister, um, has uh, entered into a chapter of her life where she's she's having to figure out things for herself and trying to uh, find her way in her situation. And uh, she has more often than not found herself staying on a mother's couch. Actually, to be honest, it's the other way around. Uh, Her mother stays on the couch and she takes the bedroom, which, uh, if you ask me, is not right. Your elders should not have to suffer for your inconvenience, especially when you're taking advantage of their hospitality. But regardless, we enjoyed a meal at Mama Billy's. We had a a frozen lasagna. (laughs) Uh, Mama is uh, not a sous chef. She does not uh, cook things from scratch. It's uh, Stouffer's or Betty Crocker or nothing. And uh, I had my first piece of pumpkin pie for the season. And I know that's one of those things that you could take it or leave it. Some of you don't care for pumpkin. This time of year seems to bring out uh, tastes that we don't have the rest of the year. Things like uh, pumpkin, which may have clove or allspice, more savory seasonings. And, uh, you know, things like cranberry, well, there actually is very little these days that I won't give a try. I'm just not a fan of beans. Yes, I mean the kind you have in uh, non-Texas chili and, uh, you know, uh, garbanzo, the whole thing. I just have flashbacks to being in a high chair as a kid and um, possibly being forced to eat some of those things. So, not a fan, but that's basically pretty much the only thing I don't care for. So, no, I don't eat chili. But, uh, 
we had some pumpkin pie. Mama Billy uh, crafted up some whipped topping, which I do believe was actually one of the powdered mixes. Uh, something that my grandmother was fond of. It's called Dream Whip. Uh, it has somewhat of a crystally texture and uh, actually, in my opinion, tastes better than Cool Whip or uh, if you're a fan of Family Guy, Cool Whip. So uh, I had a nice little visit and Mama did her best to uh, gift some things to us that were on her list to uh, leave her abode as she's trying to downsize and uh, possibly considering another apartment, a different one, possibly with more affordable rent. And this is due in part to uh, some unpleasantness that's been going on in her community there they have a tendency or a reputation, as it were, for not being able to keep staff in their leasing office. And I'm not sure if this is the management company changing hands, but um, it is certainly frustrating in some of their practices because they are one to watch their tenants' finances like a hawk because they, um, well, apparently they get some incentive they have uh, you know a certain percentage of their residents that have to be on assistance i'm sure that's the case in many places but uh, you know when your loved one gets to be in their twilight it's a little difficult to accept that they're not allowed to have any savings i mean you basically have to be in the poor house literally for you to find a reasonably priced apartment and uh, that scares me because if hubby Billy and I don't end up having a family which at this point let's face it isn't likely what is our situation going to be when we face those years I shudder to think but uh, for the time being mama is getting her ducks in a row and Ginger is settling into the time of year that we're entering. And uh, it should be noted, of course, that the coming holidays are a difficult time of year for many. Aside from those working retail, with the fewer hours of sunlight that we get in the northern hemisphere this causes depression in many folks and whether or not they have been professionally diagnosed there are many who are affected by this uh, who may not be formally aware so uh, this is certainly the time of year that we need to be kind to those shrinking violets in our lives, those who may have a little bit more difficulty 
accepting uh, news of of poor health or perhaps a loved another loved one that may have passed on mama billy being in her later years has seen her share of friends that have left this earth and i'm sure that that has had some bearing on ginger's mindset for this time of year stay tuned for the second half of this program hey there listeners it is actually now saturday as i'm recording I, I meant to finish up the week and check in with you, but just lost track of time. I got a uh, unexpected day off, unexpected in that I forgot that I scheduled it. And uh, it kind of worked out because we had a follow-up with our vet for our kitty cat. Now, you've already heard plenty enough about that. He's doing good, and we're just waiting to hear back on some blood work. But I'll tell you more about that another time. So, we have a rare treat today. You haven't heard from him for quite a while. And I just wanted to let you know that he's not tied up in the basement. Yes, I'm talking about my better half. (laughs) My better half, Billy. Hi, Billy. How are you, honey? Hello. So, we are headed out and about running some errands on our day off together and as you may hear in the background it is raining cats and dogs out and it's 37 so the temperatures here and not quite apple country uh, continued to dip the further we head into the fall slash autumn season and it is getting darker despite the rain uh, darker earlier and uh, before long, we'll probably be changing our clocks. But uh, what are we getting up to today, honey? We are doing Goodwill trips and food trips. Groceries. Ooh. You know, that's the thing that a lot of folks are um, ordering online now so that they can, uh, you know, stay part of that shut-in lifestyle that's so popular. <laughs> Uh, we, we haven't transitioned to that quite yet because, uh, well, you have to have consistency with those orders. And the trouble is, even if you have a standing grocery order, you always end up forgetting something and going to the store anyway. So we figured, what's the point of doing it if you're going to end up running the errand anyway? So we are heading out and uh, we've got our list of things to pick up the usual boring uh, domestic stuff, trash bags and kitty litter. But uh, we are in the season of gloom and doom, as Antivira once put it. And uh, what are some of the things that we enjoy during this time of the year? Candy. Yes, we're not supposed to have it because, well, as you may have heard, we we took a turn on the, uh, the wagon of healthier living and well we fall off of it more than we should but we're trying to get back on it i thought i had most of our clothes has spandex in it (laughs) it's uh kind of like that uh amusement ride that's at the front of the store when you're a kid well we've been keeping our pockets full of coins for that ride and uh we really should be getting off but anyways so we are uh, enjoying 
this time of year because it lets us uh, have plenty of excuses, and we've been fight, we've been on the search, on the hunt for Halloween candy. And, and what's the report so far, honey? I miss Russell Stover candy, marshmallow pumpkins. Hard to find this year. It seems that so many of the companies that we grew up with that were sort of part of Americana are disappearing because these uh, companies, uh, they're exercising their corporate greed. They're gobbling them up. Some of them will keep them as brands because that's what made them attractive. But uh, some of them are also cheapening their product and, and basically sinking the ship. So uh, one of the things that we've been disappointed about is one of our favorites by the Brock's Candy Company. Yes, we enjoyed the Mellow Cream. And I'm sorry, take it or leave it. Some of you probably don't like it, but grow up. Some things others do like and some things others don't. But we like the Mellow Cream, the candies that have been made into shapes. And uh, the one we can't find is called the Scary Mix. And what was in that? Black cats, bats, different Halloween shapes. I think one of my favorite parts of the scary mix that we can't find this year uh, were shaped into cobs of corn, corn husks, and I think wheat stalks. That's the harvest mix. We bought a few pounds of that already. Oh, okay. Well, I I enjoy that one because... uh, Sometimes they have versions that have maple flavoring in them, and sometimes they're only brown because they're chocolate. So depending on the the mellow cream candy you get, the coloring is different for different reasons. It's either uh, usually a chocolate or a maple. So um, anyways, we are enjoying the beautiful fall colors that are cropping up on our trees as we progress through the season. Um, You know, some of you may have a greater understanding of this if you grow up in an area where the trees change their their leaves in the fall. Uh, Here in not quite apple country, some of the prettier colors that we're seeing are on the red maple trees, and that is a a signature color, as it were, because uh, when the red maple trees begin to change color, their leaves become more pronounced. They're actually kind of a a, a fuchsia or a uh, kind of a fireworks red color. Very pretty. And, uh, well, I can't name the other the other varieties of trees and their colors, but you get the oranges and the yellows. They're very pretty. So, uh, something that we had fun doing recently was uh, we had the latest episode of Matinee Minutia, my live show with Toppy Smelly, just last night. And... Uh, once in a while, we'll do something special for that. We're normally just an audio podcast, but uh, Hubby Billy has some experience with set building from past plays and whatnot that he's been involved with. And honey, if you would, please describe what we did for last night's show. We basically used a ripped up curtain, an old plastic grate we found at, guess where, Goodwill, and an LED ambient light 
that basically cast an eerie glow on things. Now, the grid or the grating that he was talking about had a very distinctive design to it. It uh, it had sort of a Spanish influence to it, and uh, if you were to to give an example of the type of thing you would see something like that, and what would you normally say? Ugly seventies decor. <laughs> and to me personally, it looked like what I imagine the inside of a confessional booth would look like. You know, if you grew up Catholic. Now I didn't, but uh, my father was raised Catholic, so. I have uh, an inclination to learning about these things, and it looked like what I imagine the inside of a confessional looked like. Anyways, hubby, uh, uh, took, you know, took his hand at that and um, his skills, and made a very spooky and festive background for me to sit in front of when I recorded last night with Toppy. And well, the cat's out of the bag, as it were. We discussed a 1932 black and white film with Boris Karloff called The Old Dark House. And honey, uh, what would you like to share with the listeners about The Old Dark House? The Old Dark House is one of the first creepy... Basically, you can't get out of the house. There's nowhere to go. And you're trapped to deal with whatever is in the house. It's not necessarily a ghost story, as it is a really messed up family. And the cool part is, it's not, it's before really the, the code system in Hollywood and the rating system. So pretty much anything went. All innuendo, all situations. So it, it's kind of weird and really messed up. Something that Hollywood didn't really get back to until the 70s. And speaking of the 70s, uh, we mentioned in Matinee Minutia last night that this movie established some of the plot themes, plot elements that were used in a lot of later horror films. And uh, that, of course, included uh, how poetic that we should be driving in the rain right now. The uh, storyline of a couple escaping to the countryside and their car breaking down during a storm. Now, in later programs, made many years later, of course, uh, you know, technology was upon us and it became more normal for people to have a phone because when you break down, you know, you need to call the auto club or something and they didn't have cell phones then. But they didn't quite have the house phone line in this uh, countryside estate, but they did have creepy relatives and uh, unreliable electricity and uh, it had several celebrities in this movie. Who do you remember from it? Melvin Douglas, Boris Karloff. There's a lot of people in this. You know there's somebody and you've heard them. But it's until you start looking up on Google, it's surprising how many of these people you know, you just don't know their name. And uh, this took place in a very important time frame because... 1932 was the last year of the American Great Depression. There was a lot of what's called escapism during this time frame because people wanted to get away from the harsh reality of day-to-day -day life. Uh, sort of like nowadays, uh, I cut the cord, I got rid of cable, and, well, I'm sad to say I'm not inclined to listen to the news much lately because... 
well, you just feel like there's not much you can do. Now, seriously, though, folks, it is the time of year where you need to participate in our system. You cannot complain with merit unless you participate. So please make sure that you are registered to vote and that you participate in your local and state elections because uh, nothing will change unless you do something about it. But uh, 1932, there was just a ton of films that were released that year. Old Dark House was one of them. In fact, Boris Karloff, one of the stars of this film, had one other film released that year, which in that time it was unheard of for a star to have multiple releases in the same year. It took so long to make a movie in those days, they had to actually physically cut film and develop negatives. So uh, he had a bumper crop year that year. And in fact, this was one of his first speaking roles. Boris Karloff had had at least a dozen credited film roles prior to The Old Dark House. And the majority of those at that time were as extras or as bit parts, as you might say. So, uh, Definitely go ahead and check out Matinee Minutia. We are live every other Friday at univazpods.net. We also have a version of the show available on YouTube if you look for Matinee Minutia. And of course, Minutia is spelled M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E. And uh, the show is available for audio download on, uh, on by Monday of the, the coming week. So uh, it's basically if you're... Uh, anxious to catch what you might have missed because of the time differences between us. So definitely check that out and also go to our webpage at matineemanusha.com so that you can uh, look over the hint for the next program we'll be discussing on November 9th. And honey, do you remember what the uh, the gumball machine spit out when Toppy put the magician's coin in? A 1970s TV show set in space, and it ain't Buck Rogers. You heard that from Hubby. We're going to be talking about a TV show set in space in the late 70s, and it's not Buck Rogers. Now, there's two ways to play the game. Uh, Matinee Minutia is kind of like sneaking on your Christmas presents. You can either wait until Christmas morning, which is the evening of our live show, or you can take a peek. Go to matineemanoush.com and click on the link that says next show, and you will get a little paper scroll that says what we're watching next. It will show to you the hints from the show. And then if you want to spoil the surprise, look for the bunny in the magician's hat. It will have instructions there on how to reveal the show so that you can watch along with us and then drop by our chat room so that we can discuss some trivia. So we are uh, coming up on our minute mark here. We're going to go ahead and uh, finish out our errands and get home for a well-deserved nap because... um, Well, with our feeding schedule, our rehabilitating kitty has to eat every couple of hours, and Hubby will be one to stay up late, even though he's just gotten home, to make sure that our putty cat gets all the food in him that he needs. So, more often than not, we're getting about six hours of sleep, usually less. 
And uh, as you might imagine, we want a catnapper to with our tribe. So uh, do you have any closing thoughts that you want to pass on to the listeners, honey? Really look at Matinee Minutia's website because you will really enjoy the show. And another hint, sometimes monkeys need to be treated better. Ooh, that might be on the verge of spoiler. But, again, uh, drop by our webpage and check things out. And uh, be sure to check out our other fine programming on Univaz. We have uh, long-running pod cubs, which are three guys that get together to talk about their week and uh, things in the lo- in the recent news that may have uh, struck a note with them. So go to univazpods.net on Thursdays at 8 p.m. to participate in pod cubs. Alrighty, folks, I hope that you have a chance to relax and enjoy some time with loved ones. And if you don't get weekends off, hopefully you have a chance to catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. As always, you can email me at djstarsage at gmail.com, and you can tweet me on Twitter at TFNDJ. That's all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univazpods.net.